Welcome everyone to uh, this morning's message. It's been uh, a message that I will finalise today. I've been doing a bit of a mini-series on walking in power. I started off by presenting power in persistence and uh, then I moved on to power of his presence and today I want to finish this up by saying the power of his promise. Now when we look at persisting, that really correlates with how um, our, the depth of our faith. So if we persist, we are persisting in faith because we are, we are certain that an outcome will result. So we keep persisting. We know there is a finish line, there is a goal to attain. So we persist. So that correlates with our faith. In the power of his presence, we come to an understanding that we do have the presence of the Holy Spirit with us at all times. It is a promise God made to us when we gave his life when we gave our life over to him. He came to live in us and he says he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. And so I want us to um, have that understanding and know that God is always with us. There is power in the presence of the Spirit in our life. And today, just as we look at wrapping this up, I want to look at the power of his promise. And that really relates to his word. God has made promises in his word. He has given us assurances that we can have faith in that are reminded to us by the presence of his spirit and that when we are on our journey, we are walking in our journey of faith in our life journey, no matter what we come up against, if we can hang on to these promises because we know that God is faithful, we know that God never lies and that he always says what he will do. And so this morning, I just want to say, we're going to look at a few scriptures. So I really encourage you to grab a piece of paper and a pen. Could it be good to write those scripture references down and then go back and read them later on. I also pray you're in good health and that you are safe and that as these restrictions are starting to ease, you're able to get back into the things that you love doing. And I can't wait till we can all meet again in community uh, here at church. We're really believing that it is that will happen soon. So I praise God for what he's revealed to me, uh, which has really come about because of my own journey. Um, just in recovering from my stroke and my uh, heart operation a couple of years ago now, and just being able to spend that time with God and reflecting on the things that are happening in my life, I've come to this understanding through a revelation of God, and I've been able to apply it many times in my own life. And I know there is a promise that he works out everything for good for those that walk according to his plans and his purpose, those that love him. God works all things out for good. So I'm hanging on to that promise for sure. And I want to assure you that nothing takes God by surprise. There is, even if it's a surprise to us, it's not a surprise to God. The good things and the bad things. And I want to assure you, he has an answer for everything that you're going on in your life. Whether it's something you're going through now, or even um, you've been through, or that you will face in the future. God has a promise, which is an answer for your situation. If you are sick, there is a promise of healing. If you are tired and worn out, and just feel as if the weight of the world is on your shoulders, there is a promise that he will give you rest. And he will take, make those burdens light. He will take the weight 
of your circumstances from you and he will give you peace in that. If you find yourself anxious about a situation, there is peace assured that as we cast our anxiousness upon him, he will give us peace of heart. If you are feeling as if no one loves you, then there is a promise that he loves you so much that he gave everything for you, including his own son. And look, I could keep going and going. Like I said, depending on which reference, which source you refer to, there is something like about 3,500 to 8,000 promises in the Bible that God has given us. Now, let's just look at a few scriptures as we continue today. 2 Corinthians 1, verses 20 to 22, says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the Amen is spoken by us. Can you underline that? Is spoken by us. We're going to come back to that later. To the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set, us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Now let's also look at Luke 6.45. From the English Standard Version it says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. Again, can you underline that last bit? His mouth speaks. John 15, 6-8 from the New International Version says, If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burnt. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So again, can you just highlight the words, if you remain in me, my words remain in you. Proverbs 18.21 says, The power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Again, it's referring to the words. So just underline, the tongue has the power. Galatians 5.22 verse 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Hebrews 8.10, I told you there's a few scriptures. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. Just highlight, write them on their hearts. So if we put all these scriptures together, here is what we are told, and what has the power to transform our life. Going back to the first scripture, it says that God has made all promises yes in Christ. But we have a part to play in that. God made a deal with Jesus that every promise is a done deal. When Jesus died on the cross, they all became yes. Okay, But we have a part to play. We have to say yes to those promises. We have to take up those promises and make them real in our life. And how do we do it? We say amen. 
Okay? It is spoken by us. We don't just think it, we don't just write it down, we speak it. We need to speak these promises. And I really encourage us in this. This is very important. And we have to know what's in our heart. If these promises are in our heart, they will flow out of our mouth. If we don't adhere to these promises, we're going to speak words that are not in line with God's word. Now, this one is a bit new for me because I've read this scripture many times, but it only just made sense in the context of what I'm speaking about today. Jesus said, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish. Now, before that, he says, If you don't remain in me, you're going to be like a branch that is cut off. It'll wither and die. And guys, we know this is true. We know that when we walk away from Jesus, when we don't adhere to what he is saying to us, when we don't believe that what he's saying about us is true, we are effectively cutting ourselves off from the vine. We are removing ourselves from the promises of God. And even though they're still true and real, we are not gaining the benefit of it because we're allowing our heart to believe things that are not true. We're allowing our circumstances to speak to us. We are allowing other people's opinions to speak to us. We are allowing the negative words that people have spoken over our life to determine what will come from our heart. And so we need to replace that. We need to connect back into God's word. We need to connect back into what God says about us. And even though our circumstances might not reveal it yet, God's word is still true in our life. That if we remain, if his words remain in us, okay, we can ask whatever we wish and it will be done. And it goes on to say, this is for my Father's glory. It's not for our glory. When we express these things in our heart and they produce fruit, they give glory to God. What is that fruit? Okay. It is, as uh, Galatians 5 says, there is a fruit of love, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, patience, kindness, etc., etc., but these things need to be spoken by us. These things need to be heard over and over again in our life. They need to replace other wrong thoughts in our life. So God has made a number of promises to us. These have been activated by the cross of Jesus Christ. His sacrifice has rubber stamped them and they are now yes. Okay, get that. We have to know that all these promises are real. They're real in our life. Now, it doesn't mean they necessarily all take, um, all take uh, hold of our life straight away. Sometimes we need to keep persisting in it and we need to keep assuring ourselves by the Holy Spirit that these are right and true for us. We have to accept what is and receive what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And when we do that, Jesus goes from being a character in history to being our personal Lord and Saviour. He becomes real in our life and we can walk with him and he can encourage us and he can remind us of the promises that have been made. The Spirit of God comes to live in us and we have a constant companion. And this enables us to start to change the language we use in our life. Okay, So instead of speaking things from our experiences, in our circumstances, we start to speak things over our life that are from the Word of God. 
If his words remain in me. Okay, let me say that again. If his words remain in me. Not the words of other people, not the words of my own thoughts. I've got to speak the words of God that are, that are in me, that remain in me, that I constantly remind myself of. In speaking these things, I will see fruit come to pass. I will see healing come to pass. I will see love and joy and kindness come to pass. Because guys, I need this as much as everyone else. Okay, because I cannot be kind sometimes. I can be uh, not compassionate if I allow other people to speak into my life instead of the word of God. So I need to watch that for myself. Now if you're going around saying to yourself, oh, look, when I grew up I was always told I'm hopeless. Okay? I was hopeless, I was stupid. If you keep repeating those things in your life, then guess what? That becomes a reality in your life. And the fruit that is produced in your life corresponds to the words you speak. So if you say to yourself, oh, nobody loves me, guess what? You'll, you'll find ways to turn people off. You'll find ways to push people away. And you'll find that you will be unlovable. And so it becomes a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. But you can replace that. You can replace that with the words of God that says, I am lovable, I am loved. Someone loved me so much they were prepared to give their life for me. Okay? Um, I can be a friend because I am shown by Jesus what friendship is. Okay? If you're having trouble with this, just read Ephesians 1 and find there a whole host of promises that God makes for you. Promises that we are chosen in Christ. Promises that God has adopted us into our family and to his family. A promise that gives us a future and hope. All these things are real, guys. We need to take hold of this. And when we start to speak these things, it will produce a different outcome in our life. Okay? People will see this. People will see the change in our life. And when they see it, they'll say, hey, what's happened to you? And you say, I just started believing what God said about me. And they will give glory to God. This is not about raising yourself to make yourself look better. Okay, yes, we do get a benefit from these things. All right, it helps us in our life, it helps us overcome, but it gives glory to God because He's ultimately the one who has given us our, these promises. He's ultimately the one that has fulfilled these promises. We just need to agree with them by speaking them as if they are real. It starts with Jesus, it is fulfilled in Jesus, and it comes to completion in Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Power for our life comes when we accept what God has said about us and we speak them into our life. Guys, you should see my mirror at home, my bathroom mirror. There are a number of promises that I've written on there. And every time I look at that mirror, I speak out loud that scripture that is crucial to my life. I can tell you, I'll tell you what it's like, I know what it's like to let your circumstances try and overwhelm you. I know what it's like to feel day after day, do I have to keep going through this? The answer is no. You don't have to keep going through it. There is a promise made that we are overcomers. There is a promise made that through Jesus we are more than conquerors. 
This is so powerful, guys. And we need to speak it. And when people speak opposite of it, when people want to speak um, negative words over our life, we reject them. Okay? We reject them and say, no, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe what God says about me in my life. So start by putting first things first. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Okay? That is a necessary first step. And uh, at the end of today's message, you will find, okay, uh, in the chat section, there will be a spot where you can um, push a button that says, raise, I raise my hand in response to accepting Jesus in your life. And that will lead, let us know. And a pastor will come and he will make contact with you and help you fulfil that decision, make it real in your life. Okay, but it starts with the heart. God looks at your heart. Okay. So accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. And so in finishing off, I want to pray for a couple of groups of people. Obviously the first one is for those of you that want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Okay, and start you on this journey that will transform your life. And allow the words that he has shared in the Bible to become a real part of your life. Okay, so if that's you, I want you to bow your head right now and just either repeat it after me. Actually, it would be good. It would be good if you could repeat after me these words as you just commit your life to Christ and ask him to become part of your life. So let's just do that now. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, I thank you that your words in our life are so powerful. I thank you, Lord, that Jesus dying on the cross has made a way for that to become real in my life. And I want to accept these things for my life, Lord. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Saviour. I want to accept the things that he has done on the cross. I want to exchange the things of my life, the things that have not been part of my good life. I want to exchange them for the good things that Jesus has done. And Lord, I want to start to walk a journey with you. Come into my life and help me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray these things. Amen. My friends, if you prayed that for the first time, okay, congratulations. You are on a powerful life-changing journey and I commend you for this. The second group of people I want to pray for okay, is for those that want to respond to what I've shared today. For those that have had trouble just and in the past have spoken negative, untrue things in their life. They've allowed other people's opinions to influence what they think and speak about themselves. I want to pray for you that God gives you the power to change these things and that you can start to speak the good things into your life. So bow your heads if you're this person. Heavenly Father, by your Spirit, I ask that you help me to change the way I speak. By your Spirit, Lord, I want you to be able to see the promises that you have made for me in my life. And I want to change the way I speak. I want to speak your word, Lord, and be like that branch, that branch that is connected, that has the words of God in my life, so that I can produce good fruit. 
and that I will see good things come true in my life. I pray these things, Lord, because I know that Jesus has made the done deal for me. He has done it for me, and I just say amen. I just say, let it be in my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. That's awesome, people. That's awesome. And look, if you are going through a difficult time and you don't know what God is saying about you, here's some practical application. All right? If you're going through a situation and you don't know what God's promise is for you, you know what? It's as good as a search on the internet. Just type into the, your search engine and just say, promises about healing. Okay? That's just an example. Promises about finances. And you will find a whole heap of scriptures come up that, that relate to your situation. And so when you find them, okay, God's promises about relationships, God's promises about love, any of these searches will, will give you scriptures that allow you to see what God says in his word about your situation. So once you find them, write them down. Whether it's on a piece of paper or like I did, with white ball marker on my mirror, okay, make sure it's white ball marker, not permanent marker. All right, stick it on your fridge, stick it on your bathroom mirror, and every time you see it, speak it out loud. Speak it out loud because the word says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So it's more than just reading it, it's actually speaking them. And why do we do that? Because it starts to set up, uh, in a sense, a a cycle that you hear it and say so you believe it more. And so you say it more and you believe it more. And you say it more and you believe it more. So faith comes by hearing and faith builds up as you hear it more and more. And I can attest to this, people. I can attest to this. At first, it might be difficult to understand. It might be difficult to accept. But as you keep saying it and saying it, you'll start to say, yes, this is true for me in my life. So my friends, be blessed. Okay, get into the Word of God, find those promises. Okay, persist. There is a promise of power in persisting. There is a promise of power in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And there is a mighty promise of power in your life, life-changing power, as you come into the Word of God and start to speak them into your life. Be blessed.
everything with breath repeat the sound of his children clean hands pure hearts good grace good God his name is Jesus so sweet words all you heavens let the praise go up as the walls come down for creation everything joining us on the live stream of Life Source Church. If you click the raise your hand button, please make sure you fill out the form. If you'd like to respond to the prayer or you just want to have a chat, we'd love to connect with you. Please make sure you leave us a comment on whatever platform you're watching on today. Be blessed. Have an amazing week.